Hi, hello, and welcome or welcome back to the Kellivate podcast. My name is Kelly, and I wanted to talk to you today about food freedom. And I throw around that term quite a lot in this podcast, on social media, when I'm talking to my clients. And I just kind of assume that people know what that means, but I wanted to take some time today to just define what food freedom really is and then have a conversation around how how difficult (laughs) it really is to step into that and to trust that way of approaching food for many of us. And we all know those people that have never dieted in their life. They've never felt like they had to. They just eat what they want whenever they want it. They don't really think about food unless it's time to think about food. And when they're done eating, they just like step away no matter if there's food left on their plate or not and without seemingly without another thought in their mind they just move on and don't think about the next meal until it's time to think about the next meal they don't have any rules or guidelines governing their nutrition choices in any means that's trying to manipulate or control the way that their body responds to what they eat they might still eat in ways that feel healthy and good for them physically, mentally, emotionally. And the way in which they govern their eating is very intuitive and natural to them. And so I think that intuitive eating and food freedom really do go hand in hand. And I just... It feels really important to have a more dedicated conversation about it today because it took me a really, really, really long time to fully dive into the food freedom and intuitive eating pool. And for many years, I knew that I wanted to, and not only that I wanted to, but that I sort of needed to in order to free myself of the burden and negativity that restricting and controlling my food intake and governing my food intake based on all of these external rules was having on my life, on my mental health, on my physical health even. I had many reasons for wanting to abandon food rules and start eating freely, but I didn't because it was really scary. It was really, really, really terrifying to think of the consequences that could come from allowing myself to eat without rules without restrictions and to actually just eat what I wanted, however much I wanted, when I wanted it. And to trust myself to be able to move on and to still 
eat appropriately, (laughs) to still be healthy, to not completely go off the deep end. And I know that this fear was perpetuated from my childhood experiences with my body and body image. And before I ever went on my first quote-unquote diet, I was technically eating with food freedom because I didn't have any knowledge on how to control or manipulate or restrict my food intake in order to try to change the way that my body looked. And when I was eating that way, just as children do, eating the food that's in front of them, trying to you know, tell their parent, tell my parents what it was that I wanted. Sometimes they would listen, sometimes they wouldn't, but I would just eat whatever I could whenever I wanted to for the most part. And the result of that was a lot of suffering. I was extremely insecure growing up and learned to blame all of my painful life experiences on the way that my body looked. And because I was blaming everything on the way that my body looked from how lonely I was to how I never kept friends or I didn't have any close friends or my crush didn't like me back or I wasn't popular or this person yelled at me or this person doesn't like me, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Because I was blaming all of that on my body, I also learned to blame all of that on myself and the food choices that I innately made. Because, of course, at one point in your life, you learn to associate that the choices that you make with food are what can determine what your body looks like. And so it wasn't until I started to purposely manipulate my food choices and start eating with guidelines and rules and restrictions that I started to obviously change my body and then associated my body to a lot of positive changes that happened in my life, like getting a boyfriend or having friends or getting validation, having people compliment me, having people look up to me, putting myself out there more, et cetera, et cetera. And so because all of the negativity that was associated with the way that my body looked like prior to ever dieting and all of the positivity that I associated with my body after I had started manipulating and changing and the way that I was eating and eating based on rules, I was so afraid that if I stopped eating based on rules and restrictions, all of those painful experiences would come back. That I would no longer receive the types of validation and relationships and success that I had gained, that I would lose it all, that I would be lonely, rejected, judged, hurt. And so there was a lot of weight weighing on my decision to dive into the food freedom pool. 
And I basically just learned that I couldn't trust myself. If I trusted myself to make decisions with food without using rules and restrictions like don't eat this many, too many calories and make sure that you don't go above this number and always eat protein with every meal, no matter what. And if you're at a restaurant, always order the lowest calorie option and get salad dressing on the side and never have fries as a side because that's too many calories. And if you know that you're going to go out to dinner and you don't know how many calories it is, then you know, you got to make sure that you limit yourself earlier in the day to make sure that you don't go overboard. And if you're going to have dessert, then you have to eat salad for dinner. And like all of these ridiculous rules that I had come up with and clung on to my whole life, I really believed that if I let those go and just let myself make the decision to eat fries if I wanted them or to have dessert if I wanted it without having to earn it beforehand, that I would suffer, that I would be unacceptable, that my body would be unacceptable. And so I clung. I clung to food rules and food restrictions for many years, even though I so clearly saw the negative consequences that it was having on my life, my social life, my relationships, my mental health, my physical health, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It didn't matter because at least the discomfort that I was in presently with being so isolated and always worrying about what I was going to eat next and thinking about food constantly and always doing the mental math in my head and, and freaking out if anything was going to happen soon that was going to interrupt my ability to control my food or my exercise or my body. All of that, even though it was having such a negative impact on my life, it was at least comfortable because I was used to it. And it was com more comfortable than what I perceived the possibility of losing everything that I thought that I gained from losing weight, from restricting my food. But it eventually came to a point where I questioned that assumption. I questioned whether it was really worth it that the pain and the suffering that I was terrified was going to happen to me on the other side of me finally just letting go and going full head on into the food freedom pool, questioning whether that pain was really worse than the pain that I was in, clinging to these rules, isolating myself, giving myself massive anxiety every day, thinking about food constantly. I questioned whether the pain of, the, of where I was was actually worse. And it turns out it was worse. The pain, the pain that I was in before going into food freedom was actually worse than the pain of letting it go. But I wouldn't have learned that until I tested it. And when I decided to test it, 
the last time that I decided to test it, I had to do it without conditions. Because up until that point, I had played around with the idea of intuitively eating and food freedom and eating without rules and restrictions. But when I would do it, I would do it under the unwritten conditions that if my body changed or I got uncomfortable or my pants got too snug or whatever, that I would go back. That I would stop intuitively eating and cling back on to some kind of rule or restriction or way of governing my food choices that wasn't intuitive. Because if my body changed while I was eating intuitively and with food freedom, then that meant it was confirmation that I couldn't trust myself, that my body shouldn't change because I was so terrified of it changing. And so that meant that anything as even subtle as just a bad body image day or feeling bloated one day or whatever would raise that red flag in my mind saying, I told you, I can't intuitively eat. I can't trust myself. This is not okay. I need to go back. And then I would. And I played that game and I danced that dance for many years. But the time that I finally decided to commit to food freedom unconditionally was the only time that I was in it long enough to actually see the benefits of it. And not just the short-term benefits of like, wow, I, I want a muffin and I can eat it. <laughs> or I can go out to eat and like get what I want without having to like look up the menu beforehand. Or stress about which one is going to be the least amount of calories and the most satisfying and without having to plan so far in advance in order to have a meal out with friends. Those were all obvious benefits that happened immediately. But those never seemed worth the consequences whenever a body, bad body image day would come up or I would just be feeling down about myself. It was like, well, it wasn't that bad before. I can live with not having the muffin every time I want the muffin. I can live with planning ahead every once in a while and, you know, not going out to eat with friends unless I really have to. Like, I would just justify it to myself so much and make those fun little perks that came with food freedom seem not worth it at all. But there's, as great as those things are, I mean, I love being able to go to a coffee shop and see what desserts they have. And if I really want one, order one without overthinking about it. That is a really great benefit to food freedom, but there's so much more to it than that. 
There is so much more to it than that. Because food freedom really allows you to break up with rules and restrictions. And any diet that is restricting your ability to show up in your life in the way that you deeply desire to show up. Anything that's blocking you from being the person that you want to be. Because when you are governing your food choices based on these rules and restrictions, it does take up a lot of energy. It does take up a lot a lot of space in your mind. And it's going to bleed into every other area of your life. When you're sitting at work, all you're thinking about is your next meal. Because inherently when you're restricting, when you're governing your food choices based on some set of rules, Food is going to feel scarce. And when food feels scarce, and you're in this scarcity-based mindset, the pleasure that you perceive that you get from food is going to be ramped up. Because it's limited. And it's not that having and receiving pleasure from food is bad, but it shouldn't be the sole source of pleasure in your life. And for a very long time, it was my sole source of pleasure in my life. I revolved my entire day around what I was going to eat and when I was going to eat. And I would push my meals as far back as I could to try to savor how much pleasure I had left in the day because I knew that when my food was gone, I wasn't going to let myself have any more if I wanted it. And that was depressing. And it was really shameful to admit how depressing it was to get to the end of the day and eat your last bite of food and be like, well, it's over then. <laughs> I have nothing left to look forward to today. Now I just have to go to bed and even if my stomach is physically full, feel totally unsatisfied because it didn't matter how physically full I was, I always felt unsatisfied because I always felt like I couldn't I, I couldn't allow myself to have what it is that I wanted. I was governing my food choices based on so many factors that had nothing to do with what was actually going to satisfy me physically, mentally, emotionally. And there were so many different factors that played into my decisions with food that just turn it into like a calculation of some sort. Calculating what I could have to get the most pleasure and the most satisfaction physically and the most amount of food 
with the least amount of calories. It was just, it was just completely robbing me of the ability to just have something that I, if I wanted it, even if I could tell myself, like if I, I, I would tell myself, I, I'll have it if I want it. If I want chocolate, I'll eat it. Um, I don't eat, you know, I don't restrict myself that much. Like if I, if I have a craving, I'm going to let myself have it. I would tell myself that all the time. But the truth was I wouldn't because it never felt worth it when I was living based on all of these guidelines and rules and restrictions to try to restrict myself as much as I sanely could to manipulate my body into being the smallest it could possibly be while I was staying sane or what I thought was sane. <laughs> and it just impacted every single area of my life. I was thinking about food constantly. At the end of the day, once my last bite of food was taken, it was just like, I don't even want to do anything anymore. I just want to go to bed. There was, there was no pleasure I was seeking in my day. If I, if I got invited to go do something with friends in the, in the evening, I would very much rather stay home because I wanted to be able to enjoy the one source of pleasure that I knew was reliable in my life, which was food in a very safe and controlled environment where I could calculate it and make it myself and control how much was going in there. And so I isolated myself a lot. I said no to a lot of experiences. I didn't have very close relationships and connections in my life. And my mental bandwidth was just so small. Every single thing that I did in a day felt like a means to the next meal. Everything was just a check off the to-do list to try to get through the day. I felt like I was constantly just going through the motions in survival mode. And food, even though it was the one source of pleasure in my life, was actually the biggest contributor to my stress at the same time, which is ironic. And I didn't really recognize just how much of a negative impact that eating based on these rules and restrictions was having on my life until I let it go and I let it go permanently. And I will admit that for the first while, <laughs> it did suck. I mean, immediately I got those short-term satisfactions like going to a coffee shop and getting a muffin and not overthinking it and, and just, you know, having that space in my mind kind of be freed up <laughs> and having more energy, having more mental space having more energy in my life to just dedicate to things that were important to me beyond food. That was great. But then my body did change. And that was uncomfortable. 
And I really consistently questioned whether it was worth it and was very convincing to myself that it wasn't worth it, that it wasn't that bad before, that I can deal with just not eating the muffin every once in a while or planning ahead with my food choices more or eating a little bit less or not eating if I'm still hungry after dinner. I can live with that. That was fine. It's, it's, this isn't worth it. This, I don't want to have to buy new pants. Like I was, I was really good at convincing myself that it wasn't worth it. And every time prior to that, I would have believed that convincing and I would have ran with it. I would have gone back to what I was doing before. But the one time that I didn't, and I stuck with it anyways, and I sat in the discomfort of my body changing and in the discomfort of needing to buy new pants and in the discomfort of how other people might be judging me and perceiving me because my body's changing and sat in the discomfort of letting go of my identity of being this really obviously fit and thin person that everyone looked up to for fitness advice. When I let all of that go and I, and I settled in it and I allowed it and I welcomed it and I learned to just embrace all of that discomfort then I opened myself up to a whole new way of living that was so free, so fulfilling, so full of connection and peace and presence and fun and excitement and just actually started to find out what it's like to live my life and not just get through my life by ticking off these boxes and going through the motions. To actually live my life not in fear of my body changing and doing everything that I could to make sure that it wouldn't. The freedom that that opened me up to is beyond words worth it. Without a shadow of a doubt, it was the scariest and most rewarding decision that I ever made to dive headfirst into the pool of food freedom and never look back. So I just wanted to let you know that the Calivate Method six-month transformational program is now open for enrollment. And this is a six-month group coaching program designed to support you in healing yourself and body image and cultivate an empowered relationship with food and fitness so that you can finally arrive at that destination that you were always promised that fitness and diet programs would bring you to. And this is not about teaching you about macros or any other form of controlling your diet. It's not about trying to turn you into the next fitness influencer either, unless that's truly what you want. And it's definitely not about clinging to apps like MyFitnessPal 
creating a whack ton of self-discipline or finding more ways to hold yourself accountable. If anything, this is about ditching the need to control food in order to feel okay about yourself and your body. And once you truly transform what's been blocking you from finally feeling how you deeply desire to feel in your body and in your life, you will feel a lasting sense of self-confidence that is so authentic that it could never be taken from you. You will have the freedom to break up with diets, my fitness pal, and every other form of dietary restriction that constricts your freedom and ability to show up how you desire to show up in your life. You will have this newfound sense of self-trust in yourself around food, and you'll naturally make self-honoring decisions no matter what is happening in your life. You will easily navigate any situations that would normally throw you off track so that you have the tools to move through the blocks that hold you back from accomplishing anything that you want in your life from this point forward. You will have radical self-acceptance and be able to fully accept yourself regardless of what the scale says, how much you ate or exercised, and what's happening within and around you. You will transform and shift the mental and emotional and subconscious blocks that are holding you back from embodying the woman that you deeply desire to be. You'll be able to live and really wake up to the types of experiences, relationships, and achievements that are really available to you when your energy isn't being so consumed by poor body image and life-sucking diets. And then you'll have the tools to maintain, maintaining the nutrition and the fitness routines that actually enhance your quality of life rather than draining it for the rest of your life. And the way that this program works is really quite simple. I put an emphasis on gentle nutrition and food freedom, which is going to allow you to move away from the typical restrict, binge, guilt cycle and towards an intuitive, nourishing relationship with food that creates ease around food while allowing more space and peace in your mind. We focus on empowered movement, so creating consistency with joyful movement while learning how to trust and support your body's ever-changing needs so that you can feel good in and about your body. And then we do body image and self-image work, cultivating peace with your body and a secure sense of self by overcoming patterns of body shame, self-rejection, and criticism. And so the way that it works is like this. It's basically like a digital course and a one-on-one coaching program got together and had a baby. And this group coaching program is basically the cute little love child. So you will have access to audio guides and powerful tools every single week that are designed to support you in your holistic transformation, just like a course, while at the same time gaining clarity and receiving support from me every single step of the way so that you can experience and implement deep transformation, just like a one-on-one coaching program. And then not to mention the power of community and aiding in your growth and your healing while being surrounded by like-minded women doing the deeper work with you and acting as a mirror for the hidden blocks that have been holding you back in your own journey. And some other things that you're getting is bi-weekly support calls to answer your questions, elevate your weekly homework and receive spot coaching from me so that you can transform alongside the other women in the program as they reflect the questions and the struggles that you may have missed on your own. 
You'll receive nutrition and fitness coaching rooted in food freedom, intuitive eating, and empowered movement to support you in becoming an expert in your own body. You'll have one-on-one -on -one tech support Monday to Friday to receive customized guidance within your nutrition, fitness, and body image journey. You'll have the option to have monthly workout programs designed for you that are focused on strengthening and toning your body through proper movement and progressive overload, which include demo videos, at-home or gym options, and exercise swaps for your individual needs and equipment availability. And you'll also have lifetime access to a lifetime fitness guide to support you in integrating fitness into your life for the rest of your life. So I don't know if that sounds like something you would be interested in. I suppose it might be if you want to trade white knuckling your way through every diet and exercise program you can get your hands on in hopes that one day you will feel good enough in your body and swapping that for an enjoyable, holistic, and long-lasting lasting transformation from the inside out. It might also be something if you want, if you're just so done with controlling every inch of your life, just to have a chance at one day feeling confident and at peace. Plus, if you'd really like to stop bouncing from on track to off track and want to find out what it's like to truly have a lifestyle that makes you look and feel good and actually feel like you look good, it might make sense to join in on the last nutrition and fitness program that you will ever need. And the next steps are easy. There's no pressure to commit right now. And I really, truly only want you in this program if it feels like a full body yes for you. And if you're feeling both excited and a little fearful at the same time, that's probably your sign. So if this sounds good, you can find the link to apply for the six-month Kelevate Method program in the description of this episode. And with that said, I am so grateful that you took your time out of your day to listen to me talk. That is crazy to me. I hope you have the absolute best day of your life so far. And I so look forward to connecting with you over my next breakthrough.